What's going on, everybody? My name is Walid. So today's photography mentor coaching session is with Anthony McRae, who's a fashion photographer in Maryland, and he's got some questions. So he's been doing a lot of graduation pictures, but he wants to go from grad to Gucci, and I'm going to tell him to work less to start doing more fashion. So there's a lot of hot takes on this episode Listen to it. Let me know what you think. Send me a message on Instagram. Let me know what you think. But guess what? My method works. This I know because I've had so many of my students go through my courses and my mentorship, and I know that it works and it worked for me. So I hope you listen with an open ear, open mind. And let's go through Anthony's transformation as we get him started in his first steps to going from grad to Gucci. Anthony is a part-time photographer. He's also going to school and he does have a job. He really wants to go into photography full-time. So I love the fact that he wants to start early. He wants to kind of put the right pieces in front of him so that he makes the right decisions. All right, Anthony, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm good. First off, you know, I can say thank you for having me a part of the podcast. You know, this is really special. I know I missed my first opportunity, but I'm glad I was able to redeem myself with this chance. See, you guys, I do have a heart if you do miss a session, but he was in school. Anthony, can you tell us real quick, number one, where are you located? And then what type of photography do you do? For sure. So I currently live in Baltimore, Maryland right now, uh, downtown Baltimore. I am a fashion and beauty photographer. I shoot more of the fashion, but I'm getting back into beauty. I was kind of steering away from it a little bit, but I want to more so uh, get back into it. Awesome. So can you, in your own words, I know that I, I sort of abbreviated the story, but in your own words, what type of advising or, or mentoring are you seeking for in uh, for your photography business? I think the biggest issue I have is that I'm gaining buzz. Like people are like enjoying my photos. I'm getting more social media attraction. But now it's more so closing in on a deal with potential clients and also getting people to book because sometimes I have people who want to work with me, but it's always, oh, hey, want you to take photos for free. I don't really want to pay you. And, nope. you know, yep, I have bills to pay. So that doesn't really work out. Awesome. So let me ask you this, okay? What's more frustrating to you, not getting enough clients or not being able to promote yourself the right way? Uh, I think a mixture of both. Um, like last month, I think was, uh, I think an all-time high. I had like nine, nine or 10 clients, which is pretty good. That's great. Uh, it was a mixture of uh, different things that they wanted me to do. But I think the biggest thing is, I wish I also struggled, struggled with this myself, is I don't promote myself enough. Um, that's my, my struggle that I need to work on. But I think the biggest thing is, I guess not get enough clientele, really, to go, you know, to make that full step to go uh, full-time photographer. I imagine it is a mixture of both. So thank you for being honest about that. How are you currently promoting yourself? Usually, um, I just started posting that, like, say, for example, like June, I say, like, oh, June booking is now open. You know, you can book. Or I would just post my pictures or I post some, my, some client work I've recently done. And, you know, some people, some people here and they're like, oh, they like it or they'll interact with it. But it's not like, oh, let me book him. So most of the time on Instagram, I'll usually promote myself. I'm a little scared because of Twitter. Twitter is a weird place to be on. Yeah. But yeah, but mostly Instagram. So it's mostly Instagram. And when you post, what type of reactions are you getting? A lot of like... Like people commenting. So I, I do get a lot of comments on my profile and I do comment back on to every last single person that comments. Uh, I get a, a, good, a good amount of reshares. Like my last post I did, if you go to my profile with the flowers, it got like over 170 shares. Yeah. Uh, repost, but that was pretty good. But I, I usually get positive feedback for most of my photos. But for me, I came into a place where I used to care about social media likes and stuff like that. I more so care about like just being able to create, um, you know, art and also get, you know, gain business from it. Okay. I am looking at that picture. It is beautiful. So I can imagine, I understand why everybody shared it. The only thing that I will say, first of all, I want to thank you for something. You credited your entire team and that is something that I don't see as much of. So I don't know why people don't want to tag their team, but I'm very, very aware of that. And I hire based on how much people uh, tag their team. So I love that you did that. The only thing that I would say about that is that, okay, you presented your team, you presented your work. There is no call to action at the bottom of that to ask the audience if they would like to book their own shoot with you too. 
Okay. Okay. So that that's the first thing. Let me ask you, the last few clients, how did you book them though? You said you did about nine or 10 the last month. Six or seven of them were grad shoots. One was uh, a creative shoot that a girl booked me for. And the other two were, one was a maternity shoot. And then another one was, uh, I think, a, a birthday shoot. Okay, so you had a, a good mix of people, but how did they all find you? Two of them found me off of Instagram. One girl's been following me for a while, so she was super excited to do that. And the other ones were uh, kids who went to, uh, not kids, but uh, young adults who went to my college that I graduated from. Yeah. So that was, I, and most of them I reached out to because I seen that they were looking for a photographer. So I was like, hey, you know, I'm a photographer. So you reached out to them, some went to school, some just followed you on Instagram. And you do reach out to them, right? And say, hey, I'm a photographer. I'm open. I have openings right now. Yes. Okay. What percentage of them do you think you've reached out to yourself and asked them if they'd be willing to shoot? I reached out, uh, I think probably not a good percentage because there's a few people I've reached out to. Like I, sometimes I, I go through a Twitter hashtag mm-hmm. and I was like looking for a photographer and then people who have, you know, if it's a fresh post, even if it's an old kind of old post, I still reach out to them say, hey, I'm a photographer. This is my website. You know, if you have any questions or I'm at your service and most of the time it doesn't really convert to anything. So you do those, okay, reach outs. And then if you could pick, let's just say for the six months from now, and let's just say you're doing 10 clients for the month, which is a great number, by the way, how would you break down the percentage of the type of clients that you would have six months from now? Uh, Six months from now, I'm hoping it would be more creative clients and brand and brand clients. But if, if if it still kept moving the way it is right now, it would be majority like grad shoots. Okay, so are you happy doing graduation photo shoots? I know that you're grateful for them, but is that something that you think you can build a business on or are you trying to make a turn? I'm trying to make a turn. Like I'm grateful for every client I receive. Yeah. Because, you know, there was a point in time where I started and I was I had zero clients, you know. So um, I'm grateful for everyone that comes by and wants to book, book with me. I do want to shoot more, like I said, a brand for more of a brand. So like, I'll give an example like... H&M mm-hmm. or ASOS or uh, local brands, like those uh, local like stores around me. And I want to do more creative projects for like fashion. Got it. I want to define fashion a little bit more too. I do see a lot of photographers saying, I'm a fashion photographer, I'm a celebrity photographer. But then we say, well, define celebrity. Is it, you know, Natalie Portman or is it somebody from a dating show like Bachelorette? You know what I mean? I think that we throw such big nets and when we say fashion photographer, celebrity photographer. So when you say fashion, can you define that for me? Because that'll really dictate what our next move should be. For sure. So when I say fashion, I'm thinking more of between like Telfar, really like casual fashion, like H&M and ASOS. And then going, I guess the highest, the high end fashion would be like Gucci. The highest I would go, it would be considered Gucci. I mean, Gucci Gucci's pretty high. Yeah, so. Yeah. Gucci, Prada, you know, those, I guess, the really big ones. And right now, do you have a traditional job also? Yes, so I work for Penske Truck Leasing. Okay. Yep, I'm a sales and operation management trainee. And... I know that somebody from Penske may listen to this. They're great people. We wish them well. But how long would you like to stay at a Penske? You know, when would you like to go full-time in photography is the, is the better question. A realistic number. If I could do that by, if it really like took a big turn and I can do this by like next year, like mm-hmm. I guess right after my birthday, which is January 3rd, that would be great. But if not, you know, like I'm, I'm cool with, you know, taking a long haul and, you know, working towards that goal. Um, Cause Penske is still like, you know, it's helping support my, yeah. um, my photography goal. Cause you know, you need money. Photography is expensive. So yeah. I would say hopefully if realistically, if I could make a huge turn by next year, that would be great. But if not, um, I'll give it like a year and a half or two years. Okay, great. I think that that's reasonable. And, and I do, I do love your attitude about the job because a lot of times people will say, Oh, I've got this job. I hate it. And I said, okay, well, don't think of it as a sentence. Think of it as an investor in right. in your business and they're paying you money every two weeks or every four weeks. So if we think of it as an investor, suddenly it's not as painful to show up, you know? Okay. So then 
I, I asked all these questions because I wanted to know where your clients were coming from. I wanted to know what you were doing to get these clients and to promote them or to promote your business. And I also wanted to know which way you want to take your business. Would you say it's fair if I said to you, hey, if you're not excited about the graduation shots, then why continue building a business that's making you unhappy when that's taking time away from the fashion side of things? Would you say that that's a fair analysis? Yeah, I mean, I feel like for everyone, well, I guess in my situation, like like I said, I told you I'm grateful for every client I get. Yeah. Um, it can get, you know, I'm not sure for how for everyone else feels, but I feel like if you are shooting one particular thing all the time and it's not like, I guess, your main focus, it yeah. could get a little tedious, but I mean, that's all a part of the growing process. Like, you know, if I can't take a really good grad photo, who's going to expect me to take a really good, you know, fashion image for, like you said, Gucci or a Telfar, you know what I mean? It's kind of like the baby steps towards that bigger that bigger uh, project. Right. And I appreciate what you're saying, but it's from grad to Gucci is a big leap. Yeah, super, super big leap. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I while I agree with you, I want to point out a few things. And one of the reasons why I brought you onto this podcast is because I think that your question is so relatable that so many people listening are going to be able to relate to your story in one way or another. Here's the thing. If you continuous, yes, you're always thankful for the work that comes. Um, yes, I myself have shot clients that don't come anywhere near my website. I'm, I'm grateful for them. I'm very appreciative of them. I give them my all. Every single person that's in front of my lens gets my all. But I also know which direction I want to move. So it's, okay. and so you're going to have to make a painful temporary decision of potentially closing up on the grad shots where you can control it, where you can still put food on your table. That's important. That's first. Okay. But where you can afford to not take one grad client and maybe do a test shoot that's designed to take you to the next towards the Gucci, then okay. I would do that. That's going to come at a cost. Obviously, financially, it's going to cost you. But yeah. it's a decision where I think you're investing in yourself. I mean, you want to pay your bills. So that's the first thing. You got to pay your bills. But if you have, the way I look at it is for any type of photography that you do, if you shoot people for free because you're afraid to charge them, every single person that you photograph for free is a salesperson speaking on your behalf to the world that you're the person that shoots for free, right? So you want to try to bring that down and put out more salespeople that are telling the world, hey, this person charges, this person is amazing, but they charge. So the same thing goes for the grad pictures. If you are not 100% for them, yes, you're thankful for them. Yes, you're going to give them your all. But if that's not the business that you want to build, then every single grad picture that you take is a salesperson going out telling the world that Anthony is the graduation photographer. And he's great at it, but he's a graduation photographer. And you don't have as many salespeople telling the world that you're a fashion photographer. Do you understand that part? Like what I'm trying to get at? Yeah, I get it. It's basically like, you know, like I can't, like say if I do do a free client for like, say, like, I guess a fashion a shoot, mm -hmm. it, the, first, they're going, the first person, the question someone's probably going to ask them is like, oh, did he charge you? Mm -hmm. They're not going to lie for me and say, yeah, he did. They're going to be like, no, he didn't charge. But the photos were great though. Yeah. And, and so I guess I brought in the free pictures just as, as an example to whatever we do, every person that we serve free or paid graduation or Gucci, it tell they tell the world that's what we should be known for. So right. in your case, if you can do, let me just give it in a more real way. If you did 10 graduation pictures in a month, I know that it's seasonal, but if you did 10 graduation pictures, that's 10 families out there telling the families that they know that you're a grad photographer. Nothing right. wrong with that. But if you want to be a fashion photographer, it's not really giving you the push that you need. So okay. if you could pay the bills with seven graduation sessions, cover your bases, but then the three other shoots should be fashion shoots, whether it's a test shoot or a paid shoot, but let those three other people tell the world that you're a fashion photographer. Does that make sense or no? That, that makes sense. 
I wanted to just put that out there because you're going to have to make a change. If you want to go towards fashion, you should start shooting a little bit more fashion. And you did that with your latest picture. Actually, your whole Instagram is showing more fashion. So I do like that. But just be very mindful how many graduation shots you do or how many graduation shoots you do because that they're telling the world that you're a graduation photographer. So I'd rather you stay at Penske longer. Stay at Penske longer? Okay, so just to keep building on the clientele? On the fashion clientele. And almost forfeit some of the graduation uh, clients because okay. they're telling your market that you're the graduation photographer. Right. If you have your nine-to-five job paying your bills, then you can afford that bold move. The bold move? Okay, yeah. I wish my nine-to-five is paying the majority of my bills. Great. So I want you to consider, because I'm going to give you a secondary option. I'm sure people listening are like, what the hell? What's this guy talking about? I do know what I'm talking about because I built a whole career doing this stuff, right? So if you keep doing graduation shoots, that's what people are going to keep knowing you for, referring you as. It's going to be increasingly hard to get into fashion. And the reason for that is... I'm talking to you as somebody, yes, I've shot Jennifer Lopez and Kanye and work with Madonna and people like that, but I started my career doing weddings and I know that turnaround is incredibly difficult. Now, the brides, man, do they love saying Walid also shot Usher and I'm like, shut up, you know, the brides love that I shot celebrities. The celebrities hated that I photographed brides. That's what it's about. Well, Okay. If, I, if I'm able to ask the question. Um, Please do. Why, uh, why do they hate that you shoot? Oh, well, actually, no, that makes sense. Why they would hate that you shot brides. Mm -hmm. they, because they want a fashion celebrity photographer. They don't want a bridal photographer. They want to hire people who have shot for fashion magazines. They want to sh photograph with people who have shot other celebrities, not so much a local wedding. Right. It's not right, but that's just what it is. So I want to make sure that I protect your brand. If you want to go into towards fashion... People that are going to hire you for fashion want to see that you've shot fashion and they're going to have a certain stereotype about people who shot family photos or graduations or birthday parties or things like that. Right. Okay. Makes sense? Yeah, that's why I usually don't post like... Yeah. My client work because a lot of people like my friends and colleagues, they'd be like, oh, you should post more of your work. Your work is so great. It's all in your tag. I'm like, that's cool, but I don't want to be known for taking graduation photos, birthday photos. Exactly. You know, it's great that I got them, but I don't want to be known for that. Yep. And they deserve all the best, but it's it's just what you want to be known for. So, but now I'm telling you to turn down some jobs and build out your fashion. So I have to give you a solution for that. So what type of fashion do you have in your surrounding area that you could tap into? Mm, street fashion. I, I could say, I guess, high-end fashion. I mean, most of the shot, like, photos, shoots I've done really has been, like, like, I put it together because I'm a one-man show and I can't do all of it. Um, so I guess what I could tap into is, like, the local, like, boutiques around me, the local fashion designers around me. And, um, yeah, I think that's, for the most part, like, kind of small brands for right now in my local, in my local area. I think that's a perfect answer. So you have street fashion, one. You have local boutiques, two. You uh, did say that there's some high fashion. Well, are there anybody else that really push fashion brands that post on Instagram all day? Uh, that's someone that I know or, or like a brand in, around? In, in your, are there people in your area, like influencers, right? Mm -hmm. So influencers, there's all levels of influencers. There's... There's all different kinds, but there are people who do high fashion also. For the most part, um, in my area, or maybe because I'm not tapped into the area yet, but for the most time, I see like a lot of people prom promote uh, Shop La Vera, the mm -hmm. lingerie brand, which is great. I was supposed to do a shoot for that, but that, you know, it happened to fall through. But that's, um, I guess, a lingerie fashion, like Savage Fenty, Shop La Vera, uh, Dust the Dawn, a lot. That's why I see a lot of influencers that I, I guess, follow that promote. Mm -hmm. I haven't really seen them promote like other, I've seen them promote other brands, but they were not, I guess, high-end brands, I guess it would be considered. Right. And, and you know, I, I'm going to call this title Grad to Gucci, okay? First of all, the name of this podcast. But 
Before Gucci, there's a lot of steps to Gucci. There's a lot of brands. Like you said, H&M, there's Zara. There's, um, then there's the wannabe H&Ms and Zaras like that they have small shops on Etsy and Shopify and things like that. So there's a lot of people. And based on what you just said, I would bet that you're not as tapped in as you could be. That's okay. You'll get there, right? But there's a lot of people who are shooting fashion, their version of fashion in your immediate area. There are. You're just going to have to start looking for the right hashtags. And once you start finding them, you start going through people they're following and people they're tagging and start tapping into that community. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So... Yeah. Let me uh, let me give you a scenario and see if you'd be open to it. And I love the fact that you do have a nine to fiver type of job, so you have some security here. Would you be open to contacting, starting at the top, like the higher end ones, because your work is beautiful. So I don't need to discuss that with you. It's it's there. Okay. You understand lighting. You understand composition. You understand working with talent. Now it's about how do we put that into play. Um, would you be okay with doing like a full seven or 10 day solid hunt, whiteboard this thing and find the top influencers in fashion in your 30, 40 mile radius? Yeah. Okay. I can do you that. can do that, right? Because people are generally looking to them for inspiration. So if you can start with the top guys and the top girls, everybody else will just pay attention. Okay, so I guess that's so working with more uh, influential people that that has a lot of buzz and a lot of mm-hmm. traction, but that will bring me more traction. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he shot that. Let's go, you know, go look on his profile. Mm-hmm. So I'm teaching you the the side door, back door way through this whole thing. Okay, so with that being said, okay, let's just say you spend a good week and you do all your searching, all your searching, and Basically, find who the top ones are, then make them a beautiful mood board, two page, three page max. Introduce yourself and ask if they would be open to doing a test shoot slash free shoot. And I'm going to explain myself in a second, but doing a test shoot where you get to shoot them for like a day and they have like three, four, five different outfits. Okay. Okay. And the reason why I want to say do a test shoot, photographers, if you're listening, filmmakers, videographers, if you're shooting for free because you're shooting for free because you don't have the courage to ask for money or you don't know how to ask for money and you don't know how to ask for help, you're not only ruining it for yourself, you're ruining it for me and for everybody else. There's no way around that. You're ruining the industry when you're shooting for free. No other occupation races to the bottom faster than visual artists. No, you would never roll up to a dentist's office and say, Hey, Hey fam, you want to collab on a, on a root canal? No, they would laugh you out of the office, but we do that, right? It's ridiculous. You would never do that to a chef or anybody. So we can shoot for free, but it has to benefit our portfolio. It has to give us fuel for where we want to go. Otherwise it's a colossal waste of time. That's why I'm telling you, do it in a way that's going to benefit your career. So when you approach, let's just say this beautiful woman, she's the person that everyone follows in your area and she's within driving you know, distance. If you say, can I, I would love to do a shoot with you. These are the works that you've done that I love. This is what I would like to do with you. Would you be open to a one day shoot? Do you think, Anthony, that she would agree to shooting with you? I think so. I mean, I reached out to um, a big influencer in my uh, mm-hmm. area. She lives in D.C. And uh, she was down to shoot, you know, shoot with me. I came up with the idea. This is what it was. Mm-hmm. This is what you're going to wear. On my end, I um, I lacked on the communication part, so it kind of felt through. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how she feels about working with me now. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I have reached out. Like, I took a leap of faith, and I'm like, let me reach out to this big influencer to see, you know, Kind of what she was saying. Take another leap, own up to it, apologize, and say, I'd love to have a second chance. But to continue on that, I needed you to say, yes, I think it's possible because I think your work is beautiful and people would be lucky to be photographed by you. When you take that 
you have now worked with this influencer. There's several prongs to this, okay? You're going to work with this influencer and they're going to obviously love your work. Just looking at the back of your camera, they're like, damn, he's very talented. So they're going to probably work with you again and, you know, table that for a second, okay? They're also going to tag you because you're going to make an agreement with them saying, I'll do it, but I need to be tagged in the captions, not on the picture because that's lazy, but in the captions on the first two lines so that everyone can see it and they don't hit the little dot, that's in exchange. So you're doing a barter. This is helping your career, right? Shooting a fashion influencer is going to help your career. But the fashion influencers in your area are also getting brand sponsorships. So Revolve is sponsoring them. So Forever 21, Zara, H&M, these other brands, they are sponsoring these people who are already on the map. Would you agree? Right. I agree. So that's how these brands start hearing about you. Okay. Because you took the pictures. Because the brand is going to say, who's the photographers? Do you have clearance? Do you have permission? We just need that permission from the photographer. Okay. Yeah, Get it? Right. Okay. Because it's so hard for H&M to find you unless you're going through the massive ad agency. But through influencers, side doors, my friend, back doors. Yeah. Okay. Up until now, I, I just want to do a quick, quick review. Do you understand the, uh, since you don't want to build a business in the long term on graduation photos, do you understand why I'm saying where, where you can afford it financially? Start letting those jobs go little by little? Yeah, little by little. Okay. Do you understand why I want you to maybe go through the in, the uh, influencer route? I understand. Okay, perfect. And you understand that the influencers have the contacts with some of these brands before you do, correct? Correct. I hope you guys are enjoying the coaching session with Anthony McRae. So before we go into the part two of a session, which is going to be in just one minute, I want to remind you guys that this podcast is going to grow if you can lend your support. Basically, what I'm asking you to do is if you can please go to the Apple podcast, if that's what you're listening on, and leave an honest review what happens is the more reviews this podcast gets, the more it starts rising to the top, the more I can help more people in this creative industry. That's my goal. And I hope you can help me on that. Now let's get back to Anthony's session. Okay. Now that you've photographed Mrs. Influencer or Mr. Influencer, and they love your work and they love who you are as a person, it's time for you to suggest meeting with them once a month and giving them stellar work month after month after month for a retainer. Okay. So we're not still in a sense, well, I get, I get what you're saying, but I still shooting free, but I shooting free for a bigger purpose because of the level of pull they have. I'm glad you said that shooting free for the first time. Oh, okay. That first time. So they get a taste of your talent. Okay. Okay, after that, if they want more stellar imagery, pay for it. Okay. Okay? Okay. Yeah, it's it's a monthly retainer. And here's the thing, for them, it's a, a, it's a write-off. B, it's part of investing in yourself. Uh, you know, I invest in a business coach. I invest in classes. So th- investing in a phenomenal photographer to elevate your brand puts you ahead of the other influencers in your category. And so now you have access to bigger budgets because you've elevated. So you're helping them. You're becoming an answer to a problem they may have. Okay. Okay. So the first time I prefer to call it, there's free shoot, which is a detriment to your career. And then there's a test shoot. It's a free shoot with a purpose to build for you. Okay. And for everybody listening too, here's how you know it's going to help you. If it's someone else's idea first, it's going to help them the most. So the free shoot should be born from you, the creator. Okay. I understand that. Okay. So I would absolutely do that. So you want to post more? Absolutely. And then when you post more, 
I want you to give them a call to action. So encourage them to DM you about a shoot. Encourage them to forward this to somebody who could benefit by having a phenomenal photographer. So that person would speak for me, like I guess word of mouth? Yeah. When I post on my Instagram and if I have a tip to inspire somebody to charge more, to value themselves, whatever it might be, I ask I notice the difference when I say, please tag somebody who could benefit from this. Please forward this to somebody who has trouble with their pricing, even if they're not photographers. And I can see the stats. The stats soar. I don't take advantage of that. But if I have something that can help people, I ask people. And people sometimes need that call to action. So asking them, hey, do you know somebody that could benefit from an amazing photo shoot? I would... Or tag your your favorite fashion designers, or tag your fashion your favorite fashionistas in so and so area. Those calls to action really have a big effect on your business. Okay, yeah, I noticed that you you've done that a lot. Like you'll say, "Oh, tag someone who wants to see this, or who needs to see this, or tag someone that you know that would benefit from this post." Hmm. And I and you don't see me doing it a lot, right? It's just every so often. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. I ask people to help other people. I I bet on people and that people are good and that they want to help other people. So I would do the same thing. You're providing an answer to a lot of people's problems. They may have spent day and night for years designing a fashion brand that they don't know how to put out into the market. You're an answer to that. Somebody wants, somebody is frustrated in their life and they're like, I've always loved fashion. I've always wanted to have my own platform. You're an answer for people like that and you're giving them the packaging that they need to grow their businesses. So ask people to help you and help them. Okay. So build, build partnership, I guess partnerships and like relationships with people. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the social part of social media. Be social. Be social. Okay. Yeah. So uh, if I could break it down into like a three-step process for you, in the next three months, what is the one thing that you're going to try to do more of to get yourself ready for a fashion career? Reach out to bigger bigger influencers, come up with like the concept, you know, the great concepts I do have, come to them with the concepts and say like, hey, we should do this shoot because you know, X, Y, and Z and kind of go from there and then kind of start reaching out. I also need to reach out to more bigger brands too. Right. So let's just go for the first one first. You're going to reach out to influencers and you're going to give them what exactly? Uh, Two to three pages of a mood board of the shoot. I think that that they will look great doing and then I will kind of build like a, a set up a contract with them like, hey, we should do this every other, not every week, every two to four weeks or every other month or every month of, you know, sit down and talk about, you know, what's next year we're going to do. Yeah. So uh, just, I want to wedge one thing in between the two points. Yes. You want to reach out to top influencers in your area. Okay. Yes. You also want to set a contract with them, but in between that, yes, you want to give them a, a two to three page mood board of how you envision the shoot with the both of you to be. But the terms of the contract would be that you get a certain number of images. So that's one thing that you're like, you might get two or three pictures per look. Then I would also let them know that they're getting 72 DPI. We ain't giving nobody 300. You pay for the 300 DPI. 72 DPI, is that the quality of image, right? Mm -hmm. Dots per inch. 72 is perfect for web resolution. 300 DPI is great for print. The other reason why I'm telling you to give them 72 DPI is because in case they give it to a brand, that brand cannot go to print with 72 DPI. This is going to look foggy or blurry, I guess. Mm-hmm. So they're going to need the higher res. They're going to need to talk to their photographer. And you're going to say, wait, what are you doing? Then you have negotiations on that. Okay. Well, I'm glad you- okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So... You're going to shoot for free one time. It's going to be a test shoot. You're going to live on coffee and adrenaline and you're going to work your butt off and you're going to be exhausted and their jaw is going to hit the floor by how much they're getting, how much value and how amazing the images you guys created together were. What's going to happen is 
they will have, before you picked up your camera, they will have agreed to a certain number of images at a certain DPI. On top of that, they're going to agree to tagging you in the first two lines of the Instagram caption. Line three to line 300, pointless. You're going to lose a percentage of people who are not going to hit the three little dots. Tagging the photographer on the picture but not in the caption is a royal jerk move. It's You know what I mean? Like they, They're like, okay, fine, let me just do what I got to do, but I'm not going to give you the attention that you need. That's what that is. So you want to make sure that they understand that. And then you also want to let them know that these are promo usage only. That if the brand wishes to purchase them, then the brand would have to be connected to you and you're happy to have that negotiation. But they don't have to pay extra for that. Okay? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. All right. And then when they fall in love with them, they're like, this is amazing. And you see the positive reactions on their social media. Then what I would just do is say, hey, sir, ma'am, you know, whatever influencer you're talking to, you say like the reaction has been so amazing. I'm so thankful we did this. What do you think about doing something like this? And we keep elevating your brand with a monthly shoot. That way you don't have to worry about the pictures. We meet at a certain location. We build a board together. That's them being elevated also. Okay. And it's 400 bucks a month, 800 bucks a month, 1500 bucks a month, whatever, you know, your market is, you do that for not one, two, let's just say you do that for four or five people a month, suddenly the income really starts coming in as good, good full-time income. Phew, I need that. <laughs> right? Yeah. That sounds good. Okay. All right? So that's how, that's what I would like for you to do. But in order for the fashion people to take you seriously as a fashion photographer, you want to unfortunately start turning the faucet off or tighter on the graduation stuff if that's not what you want to um, build a business on. Okay. I can say, um, if I can throw this in there, um, a brand, a, a vintage brand um, actually hit me up last a week and a half or a week, a week ago, and they told me that they wanted me to shoot their summer, summer collection. So that's um, we're actually shooting it next Thursday, and I already have the, uh, have the contract being written up, and we discussed everything, what's going to happen. And she in the, in the midst of the conversation, she told me that she's been looking for a photographer for her brand, so she's hoping that this goes really well so she can just, you know, I could be that go-to guy for her brand. There you go. The talent is there. Now it's just placing yourself in the right position and at a place of abundance, not, you know what I'm saying? Like you're giving to people. You're an important tool to building somebody's business. Enter the room that way. Okay. So in the sense of walk, walk with confidence and walk with a purpose. Walk with confidence. Photographers launch books. We launch movies. We launch Netflix specials. We launch clothing lines. We launch presidential campaigns. We launch people's careers on LinkedIn, their dating life on, you know, whatever dating apps they are. We're involved in every single fiber of, of our culture. You can't do anything without the right imagery. I just, I just want photographers to walk around knowing that we have that impact. Okay. You can't release a record without a beautiful picture. You can't. You can, but it's really rare. I mean, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's rare. <laughs> okay. So walk with that confidence. You are you are really, really helping somebody build their careers. And they're not doing you the favor. You guys are building up together. Yeah. I can I'll, Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I do want to say one thing since I've talked so much about influencers. If an influencer or Instagram model, if you go through their feed and you see the data is there, that they consistently don't tag their photographers, their makeup artists, their hairstylists, their wardrobe stylists, and they consistently omit the people that made them look like a superstar, Please don't assume that you or I are so special that they're going to make the exception for us. They've already told you who they are. So if they have a history of repeatedly not acknowledging who the team is, 
keep scrolling. There will be another person. So I just want to really put that out there. And any other final questions that any, any question, like, please ask. I want to make sure that you feel like you have at least your beginning directions for the next chapter of your career. Right. Uh, I think from the, definitely from the school, I think like it gave me a lot more clarity because I always struggle with like, how can I better promote myself? How can I better put my name out there? I don't want to be known for just one thing. Like, you know, like you said, you were a wedding photographer starting out. You don't want to be known for that because you know you mm-hmm. got a big purpose. So I think this call really definitely helped me. Definitely, under, definitely gave me clarity on how I'm going to move, move going forward. I think my question will be, will be like, how to like, I'm pretty sure you dealt with difficult clients in your time of uh, taking photos. We're still taking photos. How can you kind of knock that out the way of like dealing with a very difficult client or I'm not sure, like kind of, um, I'm not saying shutting it down, but it kind of, I guess, working through that, I guess. Sure. I think that's a great question. I mean, if I'm going to be hundred percent honest with you, I learn how to look at somebody's smile, tilt my head and say what I'm thinking in my head without letting it leave my lips. That's the first thing, right? So if they're if they're difficult, I'm like, mm-hmm, and I can think it, but I'm not going to act on it. The second thing that I do is, and I've made mistakes. I've made big mistakes, okay? The second thing that I do is I try to ask myself, why are they being difficult? So a lot of times, if I'm working with a recording artist and they're just frustrated, maybe it has nothing to do with me. Likely, it has nothing to do with me. Likely... They probably didn't get a choice on some of the lyrics, on the production of their record, on the direction of their uh, their album cover, on the video they just filmed the previous weekend, on the outfits they have to wear. Do you see what I'm saying? So likely they're frustrated. And so what I will do is try to step back for a second and say, it's not about me. Likely 95% of the time, it's not, it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with them. So I'll try to figure it out. If they are frustrated, I try to ask them, hey, so I'm sensing a little bit of frustration. Is it about the direction of the shoot or is it how we're shooting? Help me because I want to make sure that you get the images that you deserve. And I I level with them. Key word is level. I don't in any way kiss up to them ever. We're equals on set. And I don't tower over them either. So I say, what, what is it? And then a lot of times they'll drop their guard a little bit and they're like, I'm just frustrated because the record label always tries to make me look like blank. And I'll say, I got it. Okay. So how about we try this or this here, which will, you know, show you in a different light and start to bring that forward a little. I'll work with them and I'll let, so what I try to do is I let them know in the most humanistic way we're the same level. I'm here to help you win. So why don't you tell me what's up so that I can try to fix it if, I, if I'm if i able to fix it, or I can try to find the solution and give you something that'll make you happy. So it's it's a lot of psychology, but and that comes with experience. Okay. So yeah. more so, you know, being... And like not lamest terms, but like I guess being a you know being a person, like you know they got their own struggles they're going through. You're like, yeah. I'm not sure what they're going through, but I'm gonna ask them what's up. And then most time people are gonna be like, oh, this is A, B, and C, yeah. and then you just go from there. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, it has some. It probably has something to do with something that's happening at home, something that happened with one of the team members. It's likely not anything to do with you, but it it would help if you address it and you say, I'm noticing it coming across in the pictures. Is there something that I should know? Can I help you through this? As long as you're not judging them, you're helping them. There's that one or 2% that are downright rude and you don't, nobody is entitled to your artistry. I've only done that once in my career where I pack up my camera. I'm like, Hey guys, don't worry about the invoice. I'm out. I got to go home. And I'll be formatting all my cards. Like you're getting nothing from me. Only one time. 12 years. The climb must have been very difficult then. Very, very, very difficult. To the point of, uh, it was to the point of apologies were nothing. I was like, I got to go. I Don't even worry about the invoice. I'm out. Good luck. Oh, dang. <laughs> you know, but, that, but the thing is, is that there's like 99.9% of the people are not like that. Right. Okay. Okay, so I think that you'll do fine. I don't sense any, if anyone is aggressive in this call, it's me, 
right? But I think you're going to do amazing. Your work is beautiful. You are very smartly planning your future and making sure that you do all the necessary steps now instead of later on when you're overwhelmed with work. So I, I love that. I love the fact that you do see your job as an investor, as you know, we were saying earlier. I love the fact that you know where your business should go and you're open to change. And I, what I say in a lot of my calls is I'm worried about people who don't know that they need help. And they're not making the right decisions. The fact that you're frustrated and you're like, Walid, I want to book the session. That's a beautiful thing because you're ready for change and you're ready to go to that next chapter. So I think you're going to do very, very well. Well, I really appreciate this. And um, also, I just want to say that I really appreciate, you know, I know that you promote a lot that, you know, you want to help photographers build their business. And that's really cool that you, you know, you're doing that because a lot of people that I've dealt with, like, I remember when I first started taking photos, I would reach out to the bigger photographers in my like area of DMV mm-hmm. and I would ask them like hey how can I get better you know all these other questions and they they would simply ignore me and you know I took it you know took off you know in the channel I was like okay that's cool and then it's like you know it's really people like you who really make a difference like you know you, you're willing to help people you're willing to give your advice give your time and your efforts to help someone make money too and I think that's I think that's honestly really cool and really special to be honest. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. I I appreciate that. I promised myself on my very, very, very first internship ever, they treated me so bad that I remember crossing the street and I remember looking down. It was on Wilshire and thinking, wow, that was so horrible. Whenever I can, I'm going to make sure that I'm completely as opposite of them as possible. So I appreciate you saying that because, you know, there's enough room for all of us to win. So, but thank you very much. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, I mean, though, it, you know, it really just means a lot because I and I, when you know, when we first called, um, like a, I think it was like a week or two ago, and I was, you know, I was busy and everything, and I was like, dang, I really just blew my shot trying to, you know, you know, get some help, and I was like, no, nah, I can't let like, this one go away. That's why I reached out to you again. I don't want to, you know, miss out on this opportunity. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad we made it. Thank you. And we're here now, so I think you're in a really, really good place. Anthony, if people want to support you, how can they find you on social media and then on your website? What are list those, please? Yeah, um, my Instagram social media is Cicero, is C one C X R O, and then also you want to check out more of my work. It's more on my website. That is I of which is I like E Y E. Yeah, I of He is in the Maryland area. He can drive. If you guys have an incredible shoot you want to book, if you're one of the good influencers that want to work with fashion photographers that want to elevate the brand, you are a fashion brand starting. You need an incredible eye. Please follow Anthony, DM him. Anthony, is that good that they can contact you? Yeah, they can contact me. Awesome. Awesome. Let's, let's build it up together as a community. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed Anthony's session. The big goal was to get him to recognize where he wants to go. And sometimes, sometimes you have to sacrifice what's in front of you because you got to turn the ship around. That's huge. I tell that in my masterclass all the time. It's one of our big lessons in my masterclass. Speaking of which, if you're looking for handholding from me for your photography business from A to Z, every single step you can think of, and then every step that you haven't even thought about yet, this masterclass covers it. Now, let me tell you something. This masterclass is going to shift the way you do your business, guaranteed. If you do what I tell you to do, it is guaranteed going to change your business. And it's called Photography Masterclass. 40 days to profit. The lessons are over 40 days. You're going to get about 12 years of knowledge over 40 days. So it's absolutely an investment in you, in the person holding the camera, the person responsible for growing the business and bringing in the money. All right. If you're interested in that, the link to that masterclass is in the description of this podcast. It is a small investment, but I'm going to say small and I'll tell you why. For some of you, Your first client is going to pay for the masterclass. 
for the next group of you guys, the majority of you guys, your first two clients are going to cover the cost, the investment cost of this masterclass. And then for the rest of you that are not charging as high as you should, your first three clients pretty much guaranteed is going to cover the cost of this masterclass. So if you feel that that is worth it and you're forever going to have this knowledge of someone that did shoot Jennifer Lopez and work with Madonna and Mariah Carey and Bernie Sanders and Kanye West and Usher and Volkswagen and Target and so many different people and brands, I want to share my roadmap with you. So invest in yourself, not just thousands in your cameras and lenses, invest in the person who no matter what lens they hold, no matter what camera they hold, they're able to turn that into a money machine. All right. So if you're interested in that, that link is down below. If you're interested in supporting Anthony in his quest to become the fashion photographer that he deserves to be, his links to his contact are in the description of this podcast, as well are my links for my YouTube channel, my Instagram, and my Clubhouse too. This was recorded live on Clubhouse. Thank you to everybody that was listening in the audience, recorded for the podcast, and I appreciate you for listening this long into it. Again, if you could help me out, the one thing that I do ask, two things. Number one, support Anthony, support each other. And then the second thing is, if you could please leave an honest review on Apple Podcasts, what you thought about the coaching session and why you think other photographers and filmmakers would benefit from this, I would be very grateful for that because that helps the community. All right, guys, my name is Walid. I will talk to you or with you next time. If you're interested in joining for a future session and you want to be my guest, go to my Instagram, pay attention to the stories. Every so often we do a casting call and then please apply for that. I would love to have you on the other side of this microphone and I would love to coach your business. All right, guys, for real, this is a real goodbye. Thank you so much. My name is Walid Azami. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye.